Hey everyone, we're doing things a little differently on the podcast today. I thought y'all would rather listen to some guy in Austin and I debate a few issues that popped up after what will forever go down as the windmill episode. Who will be the odd man out after hometowns? How did Garrett turn into such a chotch right before our eyes? And could Mike be the next bachelor? And of all the remaining suitors, which one did the hokey pokey in a windmill? Or which two did the hokey pokey into separate windmills. Hmm. One point I didn't mention in the podcast that I'd like to touch on now was Hannah's necklace on her date with Jed made from the Game of Thrones throne. And if so, does that mean winter is coming or winter is already here? Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 119 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin. And we're going to do things a little bit differently today. Uh, we are. We are. Are you excited? You have no clue, do you? Yeah, I, I don't know <laughs> if I should be excited. I'm, I'm pensive. How's that? <laughs> that's, that's perfect. That is perfect. Here's what I want to do today. I want to, I want to, I want to give you a quiz, first of all. Ooh, there's a test. There's a test. Second, I want to talk about this girl, Jed's girlfriend, that there we talked about it just a little bit last week. I have since seen a video. You've seen a video. I want to walk through that a little bit. And then I just want to zip through Hannah's dates this past episode and concentrate more on questions that I have. Is that cool with you? I can't wait. Um, I just want you to know that... Um, I'm fully prepared to fail this quiz, <laughs> and I won't blame you for humiliating me on the air. I have a couple things I'd like to get to too, but you just let me know when you're when you're ready. I have I have a couple off-topic things I want to mention. Okay, we can do that. Let's start with the quiz first. Okay, okay. a girl named Julianne sent this to me via Facebook, and I thought it was hilarious. A girl named Maddie. At Pool Party 23 on Instagram, I believe, she wrote up little quotes that represent each guy if they were in high school or college. People have a lot of spare time in their hands. Yes, um, they do. You and me included doing this right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got, a, you know, I got a couple things bumping the gate, as they say out in West Texas. So, uh, you know. I, I do always make time for you, but, uh, you know, mm -hmm, it's uh, mm -hmm. not always fun. Anyway, what's up? We're going to start off with an easy one. Okay. Ready? Yes. This guy takes intramurals way too seriously. He asks you on a date, but actually just wants to grab coffee to get you to join campus ministry. That would be Luke. Very good. <laughs> I'm so proud of you already. Already. This is there, great. We have sound effects. This is like a Groucho Marx show. Or is, is a duck going to fall from the ceiling when I say magic word? Anyway. Mm -hmm. No. This one's a... Mm, I'm going to skip that one because it's too hard. Because, yeah. Okay, here we go. This guy buys you a drink for a dollar at the bar and follows you and your friends around all night. Despite you giving several social cues, you're not interested. 
He says, so what's the move at closing time? That would be Luke. No. You already <laughs> guessed Luke. <laughs> no, Garrett? I don't know. Follows me around at the bar all night and take, doesn't take social cues? Uh-huh. I have no idea. Think Austin. Austin? Oh, uh, Cam. There Cam, you Cam, go. Cam. Cam. Okay, Cam. okay so, so I, 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 you know, I'll tell you what threw me off. Um, I was thinking about the guys who are currently there. Currently so, there. So this, this applies to all of them. Um, hold on. Let me flip through real quick and just see. Um, yeah. Mostly. Mm-hmm. There, are a few, there are a few characters like Cam, but the rest of them you should know. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm ready. I'm, right. I'm, I'm refocused. Okay, refocus. Here we go. This guy appears to be a total douche at first glance, but you see him, and he's actually very nice and volunteers in his free time. He takes women's studies class to pick up chicks. I'm going to go with Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have never been more proud of you than right now at this moment. Well, this you, know, good. It's, it's, uh, you know, I don't know how to take that, but okay. I'm, I'll <laughs> Get where I can get it. All right. <laughs> this guy is every girl is best friends with him. Chris Harrison. Yes. No. Um, every girl is best friends His with him. Best, Mike. There you go. I yeah. knew you oh. would know it. This guy signs you into class when you're too hungover. He does the majority of the group project, yet still gives everyone a perfect evaluation. Oh, my gosh. Um, So we're looking for someone nice. I'm going to go with Peter the Pilot. Very good. (laughs) I'm good at this. You must have doctored this to No, I didn't. I'm looking straight at it. You're Um, you're humoring me right now, aren't you? I'm not. I'm not. I'm looking straight at it. I'm looking at it on my computer. This guy doesn't have much of a personality, but is always in the dorm lounge playing his guitar. Freshman girls are into it because no guy from their hometown had remotely any artistic talent. I would go with Jed on that one. That's awesome. Very good. Very, very good. Okay, this wow. this guy can be seen day drinking on a Monday at 11 a.m. He gets in a bar fight because he lost his jewel and he thinks someone stole it. Can't commit because a girl sophomore year or high school broke his heart. Wow. Um, Garrett. So good. I thought you were going to miss that one. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to miss I'm that one. I'm on fire this you week. Really are. You really Chico, are. You really are. As they say in South Texas. Good for you. You did a great job. I'm very, very proud. That was fun. Well, it's good to be on my game. You know, uh, I feel- it is. Now let's talk about this next thing. Second item on my agenda is my friend Amy sent me a YouTube video of the girl who says Jed was her boyfriend and ghosted her to go yeah. on the show. Did you watch that video too? I sent it to you. I know. Thank you for sending that. I really appreciate um, <laughs> you taking up 27 minutes and three seconds of my day. Um, yes, I did watch it. Because you're a good podcaster. Yeah. Is this before or after Jed went back to England? Because apparently he's English. No. <laughs> that part of the show? I mean, can you imagine? That turned Hannah off. It really yeah, did. Did like, you see her uh, face? American. You know, even <laughs> Hannah knew that. Anyway. Which is saying something. Um, here's the thing. This is a this is a video of the Bobby Bones radio show. He's a big deal. He's the one that was on Dancing with the Stars. He's now on American Idol. He was asked to be the Bachelor, according to this video, which is just terrifying. 
Mm-hmm. But he had the girl come in. What's her name? Lauren something? Lauren. Uh, no, 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 no. It's uh, Haley Stevens. S-T-E-V-E-N-S for those Googling. Yes. Who for is... those with 27 minutes and three seconds <laughs> <laughs> to kill today. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it as a link in the show notes because yeah. I thought it was interesting. She's a, a half duo of a group called Sweet Leah. So I think what happened is... Bobby Bones agreed to play a snippet of her music for her to come on and talk about Jed, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. And so here's where I come down on this is um, I know you got specific questions, but I found her to be very credible. Yep. I did too. Um, but, But at the point where she says, oh, yeah, I'm part of this group, uh, I then found her to be self-serving so i I did think she was telling the truth but i also thought like you said Mm -hmm. no way she's going on air and telling that story unless Mm -hmm. she gets a plug for the book right i mean the the album or whatever she's selling right here is the gist of what happened because the the way we were told it is exactly what i said in the opener jed went off to be on the bachelor and he was never heard from again and she just what because he she thought they were boyfriend and girlfriend well, and, and, and uh, to be fair to Jed, um, there was a discussion, according yes, to her, yes, hey, I've got this, quote, opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, that would be great for your career. I'll see you when I get back. And she even says, I'll give her credit in the video. She says, you know, I'm responsible for this, yep. too. I knew wide open that he was going there. Yep. Here's how she presented it. She said three weeks before they met, he had... He had sent out to be on the show. He had applied to be on the show three weeks before they met. Then they met, supposedly fell in love because we have text messages that says, I love you, I love you too, but they were only dating for four months. She said that they had a conversation about how he got asked to be on the show. Exactly what you just said. Hey, I think this would be good for my career And as a result, by residual effect, it's going to be good for your career too, Haley. And she took that as, I'm going on The Bachelor to play a role like in Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Just playing a role. It's, I think, I think she said his response was, it's just acting. It's just acting. It's just acting. You know what the irony is? Hmm. It is. Just That's acting. probably the most, <laughs> probably the most honest thing anyone's <laughs> ever said to characterize the show. But here, yeah. it's uh, it's. Would you would, do you think now? Honestly, now that now would this fall into the quote unquote wrong reasons category? Do you think uh, the category is broad enough to encompass a hypothetical conversation about acting before he even arrives at the mansion well, in the in the wet driveway? Yes, and here's here's where the bump occurs. He tells Hannah straight up way back when episode three or something hey i want to be honest with you i came here on the show to for my music career but i think you're great and this ends up it's working out now the guy's in the top four so does he really like her does he not we don't know wouldn't it be fun if they just let him sing on that first night and he stood up he's like all right i'm out peace (laughs) out Uh -uh. i accomplished everything i set out to accomplish Now, so she says when he comes back from the show is when he's supposed to connect with her. He does Mm -hmm. not. 
So all of us who've been watching since 2003 say, well, of course he can't. He can't reach out to her because he will be, he's contractually obligated to not say anything and don't do anything, which makes sense. And I was thinking that in my head for a while until they run into each other. Well, right. But he could have at least, no. See, and that's, if, if you care enough to say, Hey, look, I honestly mm-hmm. fell in love with somebody or I made it to the top four and, you know, it's, it's going a different direction. He should have had the courtesy to text her and say, look, I can't talk about it or I'm going to get sued for $5 million. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, it was nice dating you mm-hmm. and, and let her move on. Give her some closure. Yeah. She also says she doesn't watch the show. Do you think that's accurate? No, not a chance. Me either. Yeah. <laughs> Me either. That was cute that she said it. You know, whoa, good for you. You're strong. But yeah, she totally watches the show. Here's what Bobby Bones said that I agree. Jed and Haley are both in the wrong. Jed is in the wrong for going there. And whether he fell in love or not, he's he's in the wrong for ghosting. But he that's whenever he believes Haley should have given somewhat of an ultimatum and say, well, if you're going to go off, then we're going to break up. Right. She should have said, totally you know, if you, if you want to do this, great, but I may not be here when you get back. Right. And she also says, I understand what you're saying, and I should have done that. Yeah. And she also said that she said um, to, to, or told him not to make out with Hannah. So much for that. Right. <laughs> I think in, in his defense, I think he could say, look, uh, I didn't have much of a choice in that either. Um, you know, she sort of attacked me like the like a python in a in a mm-hmm. night. An evening dress. And to also his defense, mm-hmm. she said that he did try to call and she was on the phone with her mother and her mother said, don't click over. Yeah, she was crying to her mom about it. But he didn't leave a message or anything. Yeah. And so that was it. If you are going by straight up numbers, this would be episode eight. But remember, we had that weirdo recap episode. So we're in episode seven or eight, we're getting down to the wire. Hannah is in the Netherlands. And this is the episode where she must decide who is going on hometowns because she has seven dudes and four roses. Yeah. Four spots, seven dudes, three are going home. And I hear that Amsterdam is the perfect place to try to work these things out. So instead of going little detail by little detail by little detail. I kind of want to give an overview real quick and then get into my big questions that I have for you that we need to really dig in and figure out the answers to. We have Jed. Jed is the first. No, let me just say right here. They, all the dudes that are left have all been on a one-on-one date with an asterisk beside tall Connor's face. Because remember she was sick and his his date got cut uh, off. He had to comfort her with soup and flowers. Right. And post-it notes everywhere. Yeah. Okay, so he's he's the one that feels like the most worthy of a one-on-one date. Jed gets the first one. Not a lot happens. They heel click in front of that old-timey organ that you crank on the street, you know, and the monkey is usually there, but there's not a monkey. Well, now now you and I probably, and, and most of our, our uh, listeners here, probably glossed over that moment, right? Mm-hmm. Just like, ah, oh, they're being stupid exactly. in front of the but exactly. we find out later that yeah. it was a moment for Hannah. Now right. she was compelled by the heel click. Right. She thinks that that is the moment everything became clear. This this is real. It's real. Yeah. Look at what is happening before me. 
and she tells Jed that she is falling in love with him, even though he said he was English instead of American. And, and we know now that he was acting. He was. Grey's Anatomy, man. Grey's Anatomy. What did you think about her Hillary Clinton power suit without a shirt underneath? I think she looked a lot better in it than Hillary Clinton did. <laughs> But Hannah seems she she's either uh, packing inefficiently, or uh, there's just not a lot of room in her suitcase for undershirts. I know pants, undershirts—they <laughs> yeah. just get kicked off. Okay, so Jed gets a rose, la di da. We that was fast. Next rose goes to Tyler. He, I think, has pretty strong game ish, but he had a little hiccup in his date. Well, first of all, they're trying to ride around on horses they mount them from the wrong side and then they don't know how to make the horses go i'm using air quotes they clomp around and tyler thinks that he's being jokingly funny cool by saying hey hannah will eat one of your pickled herrings and homegirl does and just chomp 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 it's salty and then she makes him do it and he nearly pukes and i laughed so hard I was pretty shocked that she ate that fish the way she did. Yeah, like like Roman times where they hold grapes above your head. Yes, that's how she. Except ate it. it was a salty raw fish. Gray, um, now, slimy. I will tell you, that would have forever changed my perception if I was Tyler on that date. That would have been a huge turn off. Even though I like, you know, I don't like someone who's so girly they won't try stuff. But mm-hmm. that would have been a huge turn off. I mean. Good. I, you know, because then you got to kiss her, and it was she's his just idea though. I know. I'm not talking about from my perspective. If I was the one mishandling the Clydesdale, uh, I would have been like, "Hey, you know, you're excused for not being a a, a horseman, sure, uh, or horsewoman, as it were, right? Um, but I can't excuse you eating raw fish, and and I probably would have taken a similar tack as a Tyler in when eating the fish. It probably would have made me sick. <laughs> Kind of puke up a little bit. That was so he gagged so many times on top yeah. of a horse too. Yeah. It's not that like he a... could run off somewhere because the camera was right in his face because he was on a horse. Do you think Hannah liked that? Because that was him being real. <laughs> you know when Tyler when Tyler pretended like he was going to puke, he was being so real. That's such a turn on. I want to make out with him. I wish I had my evening dress on so I could run at him and straddle him. Hey, by the way, did you notice when Peter came back to the house after his date, Tyler actually executed a jump and straddle I on Peter. I did notice that. Yes, it's, it's right here in my notes to talk yeah, about. Mm-hmm. It is contagious. Those boys love uh, those boys love Peter. And yeah, I think you, Tyler, you, Jed, and Peter all kind of like each other, and they secretly think Garrett's a chotch. I totally agree with that. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I actually have, I know you're going to get there, but I actually think Garrett's a chotch. I and I, yeah, I saw him going home because he was, yep. uh, he was poking, poking the bear a little bear. too much. Yeah. Yep. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. Let's finish Tyler. He had at the cocktail party where um, Hannah forgot her pants and it looked like she was prepping for heart surgery in her top yeah. dress. Is that the white, the white little number mm-hmm. she had on? Was that later? Big big shoulder pads yes yeah you know if she had when she sat down her butt had to be touching chair earlier in the day she kept trying to pull out emotional feelings like she did with luke that one time only in this instance tyler was explaining things to her and she would Mm -hmm. say well expand on that well what do you mean by that well how did that make you feel and he would answer the question 
just not in a way I think that she was expecting. So she kind al- of she kind yeah. of gave him some tick marks on that. You could all you could almost hear off camera like, "How does it make you feel? <laughs> what does how, that mean to you? How does it make you feel? What does it mean to you?" <laughs> And he was getting frustrated, I think, too, because she said, well, what's an example of how you got in your head? And he said, I compared myself to others. And she said, well, how did that make you feel? Bad. No, expand. And he's looking at her like, gosh, shut up. Who was the the behavioral specialist that got canned? Yeah, him. Maybe they should have that conversation. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, Tyler's pants didn't get any looser Mm -mm, this week. mm -mm. Nope. Nope, they he's definitely he's definitely throwing them in the dryer between uh, between trips to uh, Amsterdam <laughs> or whatever the hell they were because those things are not stretching out. They're not. They're <laughs> not. But his story helped solidify yeah. her feelings for him because he is a real person who's not a robot, and so he gets a rose. He had the quote of the week too, by the way, when mm-hmm. when uh, we're talking about Luke, and uh, he just just it was such a a intentional mm-hmm. just childish shot and yep. i loved it every second of it he goes you know not, not only do we have a villain we've got a 5-8 villain Peter <laughs> <laughs> holds back a laugh and then luke says Does that make you feel better he goes yeah I, I just thought i'd get that out there it was the best like he knew exactly how petty he was being it was awesome <laughs> he didn't care yeah he didn't care and it was it was perfect. Anyway, I'm sorry to, to <laughs> go the wrong direction. I laughed there. really hard on that one, too. Yeah. Oh, I laughed hard. Uh, the third rose goes to Mike. And two things the viewer, I think, is supposed to think right now. Like, oh, Mike, he's going to hometown. I think that's what you automatically think when somebody gets the single rose. And in this instance... That was wrong. She did not take Mike to hometown. She had a very big meltdown in the museum looking at the girl with the pearl earring and this other piece of I've never been surrounded by so much beauty. I thought, well, you weren't a couple beauty pageants. (laughs) Yeah. You know, is is that a shot at 49 (laughs) other contestants? And, and when when she's trying to explain to him why he's going home, her lead-in was, I've just been around here looking at the art and stuff. Yeah, and... like <laughs> the art and stuff, yeah. <laughs> All of it's called, She's like, is that crayon? <laughs> That's so pretty. Did they have crayons in the 500s? <laughs> uh, I tell you what, Flemish paintings are depressing, exactly. though. Exactly. Mean, you know, I, uh, I would. And she, but man, she wept. She wept She hard. lost it. You could tell that was tough for her. I mean, I, to be yes. fair, yes. Um, she didn't cry too much when she sent the Chachi uh, Garrett home, no, though. No, she didn't. she didn't. She didn't care. It was mm-hmm. his time. Mm-hmm. I think we, I think we are right when we say that Mike was in the friend zone the entire time. You could tell when they went and did that painting. The lady is painting them both abstractly, and they're. You know, semi nude on a chaise lounge, and and there's there's zero heat, zero heat. So that's um, when we knew that Mike. That's when I knew Mike was going home. Yeah, that was the second time this season we've seen Mike in his underwear too, which Mm -hmm. was unfortunate. So she cries and cries and cries and tells Mike that she can't go home with him, even though he's essentially called her his wife to be. Mm -hmm. And so she has to send him away in a glass box of emotion. Yeah, the elevator and she, going down. The other thing that um, 
I thought about Mike when he was leaving, he almost struck me as a little relieved, yes. to be honest. Mm-hmm. I would agree I, I with was, that. I sensed a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Um, he was neither like, angry nor crying. Right. Sort of like I have, it's, it's over and, uh, you know, next yeah. step. Here we go. But she gave him the, 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 a version of the, I just can't keep you from your child. Mm-hmm. That would be selfish of me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which, which really means I don't really like you and I don't really want to be a step parent. So I'm sending you home. Um, she kind of gave him a version of that and said, I, I don't want to meet, meet your mother and your sister. They're fabulous women and I can't do that to you. Mm-hmm. And so sort of a version of that. But yeah, I think you're right. I mean, she, she kept him around cause he was fun and a decent dude, but I think that's all she ever saw in him. Right. Now, what do you think about this scenario? The boys are back. They see the lady come and take Mike's suitcase. It is Luke who says he is very happy that the suitcase was taken away. And all the boys dog him for saying that. Thoughts? You know, sometimes, first of all, he's right. He's like, there's whatever, six guys, seven guys here, one of them just went home, and I'm the only one that's happy. That's a legit question. But he just needs, sometimes you just got to keep your mouth shut, right? Keep your mouth shut. Oh, I said it all night long. And the other issue, the other issue too, is that they hate Luke so much and they actually like, you know, everyone else. And so I I could see the other reaction too. It's like, man, we don't get to hang out with that guy anymore, even Mm -hmm. though he's not going to win. So I'm sure he was in that bromance with Tyler and Peter and Jed. Yeah. Yeah. Think about how much fun they would have had if Luke, wouldn't there? No. Even <laughs> <laughs> so, like Hannah, so look. Uh, with all due respect, we're gonna go uh, do our own thing uh, <laughs> indefinitely. Uh, no one here really wants you around. <laughs> Roll Tide. <laughs> Roll Tide. We should say too that when Mike was announced as the recipient for the coveted third one-on-one, yes, Tall Connor decided to walk outside of his comfort zone and pay somebody some money to find out where Hannah is staying and knock, knock, knocked on her door. And his, his hope was that he could come in and say, Hey, I know you don't know my name and we've only spent one day together, but I really want to, I really, really want to take you to meet my family. I think that would be great. And instead she went, I'm sorry. I think it's time for you to go. Yeah. Thanks for the soup. Uh, and the flowers, uh, you can have your stick it notes back, but, um, I'm not going to take you anywhere. Yeah. And then um, he, he walked out right then. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, that strategy has uh, never worked as no. far as, uh, as far as I know. Um, no. you know, that, that's, that's, that's one of the cardinal sins of bachelor nation. I agree. Yeah. He... Going to see the bachelorette in her lair when yeah. she's in her, you know, in, when she's in her she's element. Journaling. That's right. 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 Let her journal in Oh, what private. are you doing? Yeah. Dear Diary, <laughs> I just looked at a bunch of art and stuff. It's great. <laughs> That's right. I can't wait for all these guys to see my Netherlands. <laughs> and boy, did they. <laughs> it's not as funny as it is the way I'm laughing. Oh, all right. Moving on. Peter, Garrett, and Luke are on the yuck group date, but good news, there are two roses up for grabs. And when they leave, Tyler says, we're praying for you, man. Yep. (laughs) Which which is the best because he knows that Luke is super religious. (laughs) And that is another shot across the bow. Mm. It's just awesome. 
Now, I don't want to get into the specifics because they nearly, nearly killed me on Monday night watching them. The Cliff Note version is Garrett said something to Luke. Luke tattles on Garrett when he has his alone time with Hannah during the group date. He also manages to sort of halfway throw Tyler under the bus and Jed. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, Hannah goes to Garrett and says, hey, wait a minute. Luke said you said this. This is where Garrett trips up. He gets mad, which, sure, you can get mad because here he is again defending himself. But he gets all the way Hannah translates that is you're he's mad at her for bringing it up instead of wanting to talk to him. And that's when she got a little icy. And in her brain, I think that's when she decided, hmm. Nope, I don't like you. I don't like you at all. Garrett and Luke become adolescent boys in the junior high cafeteria with a stare-off and baloney somehow is in the picture. Lunch meat. Lunch um, meat. A nod to Chad, who we hated, the Chad back in the day. Yep. It was just so immature, and it was Garrett who was instigating it and poking and poking over. And it w- it just annoyed Yeah, but to be Chach. fair, Luke took the bait. And uh, well, yeah, I agree. I mean, I at that care. point. I don't care yeah. if he did. Yeah. Uh, Garrett is a chotch. And, and Luke has gone beyond it where we roll our eyes at him because he's so far out there. Garrett's straight up chotch. And a yeah. little bit of swagger in there saying there's no way that she wouldn't give him the rose and she's not going to give it to Luke. And I don't know. He just completely turned me off. That was almost unwatchable. Um, So I want to talk about Luke's revelation story. Um, That whole thing rang really disingenuous to me. Mm -hmm. He's in the shower. He sees heaven. uh, And then he's, he's fighting his quote fleshly desires. Mm -hmm. Um, there was times when he was drawn to alcohol and sex, <gasps> grasping my pearls uh-huh, in uh-huh. college. No way. Um, but he, he just, the whole thing came across as I'm better than everybody now because of this thing. And to me, the person who really exhibited sort of, uh, control and, uh, modesty and the things that Luke was trying to portray was, mm-hmm. was Peter. Mm-hmm. When he, when Luke confronted him outside and said, look, I, I did it again. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I sorry. Told, he just shook his head. And he's like, man, we talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, did you get the, uh, the text I sent you about Peter? There was an article, uh, that said yeah, that he went to Baylor, he went did. to your alma mater. Sick of and, uh, he and he, Peter and Luke were very smart in that date because Peter went third. He was mad because, as you said, Luke came out and said, sorry, I did it again. And Peter said, great, now she's all pissed off before yeah. I go talk to her. So he did nothing but make out with her and tell her wonderful things. And she yeah. immediately gave him the rose, and he got to skitter off into Yeah, and do you see how fast he, fast oh, he, he got out of there? It. <laughs> He's he like, booked I'm going. it. He wanted to have a night with the bros in Amsterdam. <laughs> a, Come on, man. I'm out. Before booked she changes it. her mind, I'm out of this mess. <laughs> and then Luke, as we know, she says later that she respects that um, he his faith is so important to him. So he mm-hmm. plays the God card. Then he makes out with her horizontally. And as you know, it's been a while since they've made out, or at least that we've seen. And you mm-hmm. know how she likes to kiss on Luke. So yeah, I mean, it was a no-brainer. Garrett was going home. Yeah, making out with uh, with um, 
men is actually a sport that Hannah is very fond of. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. a maker out here. Although she's only kissed five guys in her whole life. <laughs> right. Now, albeit for hours at a time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Horizontally, but you know, let's not split hairs. <laughs> right. Five is five is five. That's right. The thing I want to talk about right now is the snippet at the end where it says, you know, scenes for the remainder of the year. It's not necessarily of next week. Right. Are I, you just glossing over the fact that Harrison was nowhere to be found? Yeah. I mean, oh, okay. I don't know what he's I don't know what he's doing. Maybe he's, he's, doing. he's probably at some hookah bar in Amsterdam eating brownies and smoking. Well, see, I don't even know because there's no rose ceremony. Well, but we do know where we are this week because we didn't get a plane, but right. we got a sort of white line. We got the going. we got the animated map back. That's, That's right. I was happy about that because I've I've been disoriented for weeks. I mean, Latvia. Who knows? No, nobody. Still don't know where that is. <laughs> <laughs> the coming up montage was my favorite part. Yeah, I watched it with the people I was with. There were maybe ten of us together, and we would pause and look and discuss and pause and look and discuss. Lots of question marks in this. I want to go through them one by one. First of all, we saw only two family members for the hometown dates. One was presumably Luke's father figure something, and the other is Tyler's father figure something. Do you think that means that the hometown week is boring because they don't have any footage to show us? Yes, but I also think here's here's what I think now. They they've been manip- manipulating Luke the entire season, right? Mm-hmm, they're just mm-hmm. like I said, it's just it's it's like throwing uh, meat in a shark tank, you know, mm-hmm. like he's going to take the bait every single time and they've really done a good job of just getting putting him in situations where he's very caustic and he's going to react so on and so forth. I think they're going to focus on his family and I think unfortunately they're going to be like these Southern evangelicals. And Mm -hmm. I think that the ABC is just going to set out to mock them. And I don't think that's right. I don't, I don't think that's fair. I I mean, I'm not an evangelical or fundamentalist or whatever, but you know, it's just that that's not cool. And uh, I just got that impression from the snippets last week is that it's going to be like, okay, let's look at the hillbillies. Let's see Mm -hmm. how crazy Luke's family is. Mm -hmm. And you know, all this God talk. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully that won't happen. Okay. So Next week, there are four people. Obviously, for Fantasy Suite, we've got three people. It shows Luke and Hannah having the hokey pokey talk. So that means he is in the Fantasy Suite, you would assume. Let's just say they have a hokey pokey talk during his hometowns. Later on in this montage, it shows them kissing with clearly grease in the background. So we already know by this that Luke makes it to hometowns. Um, there's a shot of Jed topless with his guitar. Let me ask you this. Would Jed get topless with his guitar on his hometown date? He might. He might, but it feels fantasy suite-ish, doesn't it? I think it's probably more likely in the fantasy okay. suite. Okay. Um, although, you know, look, um, you know, I've been topless in my hometown. <laughs> You're topless right now. Okay, just tell everybody. <laughs> no, I just don't have any. I'm bottomless right now. It's, it's, like that's Hannah. how I relax. That's how, that's how I relax. To uh, I get loose. You know, I, I, I never do this with pants on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moreover, there's a shot of 
Tyler and Hannah with a couple's massage that's getting very steamy. Is that in a hometown? Because that feels very pregame fantasy suite. So if we go by this, we have Jed who might be in a fantasy suite, and we have Tyler who might be in a fantasy suite, and we have Luke who we know is in Greece, meaning I don't think Peter gets a rose after hometowns. Uh, that's probably good deduction. Mm-hmm. And I, my theory was that Peter would get sent home uh, because he's too nice. Yep. But um, yeah, they they got to take Luke. I mean, it's 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 good TV at this point, right? We we mm-hmm. love to hate him, and um, we're all pulling our hair out when she gives him a rose every time. So might as well. Do you, do you think he's going to be the final two though? Okay, so I think yes. Ugh. No, 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 no. Let me take that back. It's sort of. It's sort of. He's not going to be in the final two. Whenever he, whenever she says, you know, I've hokeyed and I've pokeyed, but Jesus still loves me. Mm-hmm. That's when I think she sends him home. Well, then but, she says, I've hokey pokeyed in a windmill okay, or two. But see, he's judging her for hokeying and pokeying. And I feel like he is probably first up on the fantasy suite rotation. Mm-hmm. Because he's saying, I'm not going to do that. And yeah. here are several reasons why I'm going to judge you for doing that. Yeah. Yeah, and so I think she he's... sends him home. Yeah, with a middle finger, which is a bachelor <laughs> at first. I mean, classy, classy, classy. Roll they don't teach that. Uh, yeah. She, she didn't learn that in uh, Miss Alabama Mm-mm. school. Mm-mm. Yeah. But there she is, giving him the middle finger. I got a thumb. I got a middle finger. Yeah. <laughs> She gives him the middle finger. But if you recall, at the beginning of this season, someone comes back to the mansion with a ring and wants to pursue Hannah. I think it's Luke. I'm going to say it's Peter. Ooh, it's not. I bet you anything it's Luke. Because Peter's just going to be, okay, fine. Luke's the one that she she doesn't understand. And I'm going to go after my woman. And I want her. And I will have her. He's that guy. Yeah, you're right. He's nuts. So um, and but possessive. This is this is what jealous. you've been saying forever is that Peter is too nice. I turn that on its side, and and if you look at Peter, Tyler, Jed, Luke, one of these things is not like the other, and I think I think that's Peter because Tyler's got a a player type feel about right, him. Right, he's a little edgy. He's edgy. edgy. And yeah. Jed is brooding and I'm an artist and listen to my music. And Luke is Luke. So Peter is the one that sticks out. Yeah, and he's so done, I think. I think I think you're right. I think he's done. Which Next Bachelor? Me, okay, okay. So see, this is what I'm thinking. If Mike is announced as someone who's going to Mexico, Peter's mm. definitely the next Bachelor. If neither of them are going to paradise, then I would say they're both up for that job. um, So here's why I think Peter won't be the next Bachelor, although I think he has a shot. But number one, Jeffrey Osborne's probably retired. Um, (laughs) They they can't do On the Wings of Love a a third time because we've had Andy Baldwin, right? Yeah. And we've had no, my did. favorite. His was Jake love lift, live, lift us up where we belong. Right. Okay, so let's. They, they got to find another pilot song. They do. I mean, they I don't do. know. There aren't that many out air there. Air supply. What do they have? <laughs> exactly. We got to look at the air supply catalog <laughs> and figure out if there are any aviation themed <laughs> air supply songs. <sighs> Make, I'm making a note right now do to uh, 
to Google the air supply. I'm catalog. going to email Chris Harrison right now because I can do that. Right. He, and uh, um, endorsed my first book. I don't know if you knew that, but he did. I did. But but we could we could do you know what else could be? We they could do like Steve Winwood bring me a higher love. Oh, you know, there's yes. kind of punny, right? Yes. It's about love, but there's a there's a reference to, to being it. high, which love is aviation uh, aviation um, friendly. Right. So, oh, um, so the other reason I don't think Peter will will be uh, the next bachelor is uh, for the same reason he's getting sent home. I just think he's too too much of a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I don't think that plays well. I think the bachelor has to be a little more um uh sexy, I guess is okay. the word I'm going for. You so know, you don't think they're gonna do Ben Higgins two point No, uh, he's definitely Ben Higgins two point yeah. yeah. Okay. Last point, last point. Let's talk about windmills. <laughs> Not the kind they have in West Texas, right? Because you can't crawl in those and have Mm-mm. sex. We're Mm-mm. talking about mm-hmm. uh, we're talking about Dutch windmills mm-hmm. uh, with door, like with, uh, with a door exactly that you yeah. can get into. Here twice. is here now, <laughs> twice. Now the, the million dollar question is: Is it the same guy I twice know. in one windmill, or is it two guys in two separate windmills? And it was definitely in Amsterdam, right? Well, I, that's the thing. I don't know. Cause I don't because know anything don't about believe... Alabama, but I don't think there's a lot of windmills in Alabama. And I don't think there's a lot of windmills in Greece is my point. I mean, clearly uh-huh. the Netherlands are known for the wooden shoes and the windmills and the tulips. Just... The windmill was right there in She's the tulips. A... So you know to... what's better than, uh, you know, what's better than roses on your piano? What? Um, you know, it's funny that um, I, I do it clean believe... here on the I Hate Green Beans <laughs> podcast. Yeah, just I message do... me if you'd like to know what he really said. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, you're gonna beep that? Come totally on, totally gonna beep that. Um, Are you kidding me? Right. But, but know... let's just say it was in Amsterdam, okay? Yeah. Meaning she just mm. hokey poked one person or two people. Yeah. Would that have been a one-on-one date? It, well, it's over one to two on one. <laughs> see, see, so she's not going to do that with Mike. So do you think she windmilled with Jed and Tyler? That's a real possibility. I think she might have windmilled with Tyler twice. And, okay, that's what I was just about to say. I don't think they would have, be, either date, they wouldn't have gone to the same windmill. So I feel like this is twice with the same guy in the windmill and that is, well, how long were they in that windmill? Hmm. Two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, actually, if, if it was Tyler, it would take him quite a bit of time know, to get his pants off. Two minutes to get out of those pants. Yeah, I mean, just, well, it, 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 well, I guess he could just kind of squat down and they would just burst off like the whole... <laughs> I mean, seams can only be, you know, so. They're only so there's strong. So much, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I just imagined that, and it was great fun in my head. I'll bet. Who do you think? Uh, who do you think? Uh, final two. Who do you think? Tyler and Luke. Okay, interesting. Okay, I think it's Tyler and Jed, and Luke yeah. comes back and tries to mess things up. 
Okay. That that's probably a valid scenario. But we uh, both agree Peter's going home. I I totally believe that. Yes. Yeah. And neither of us look at spoilers. We don't look at spoilers. I have no idea, but I think, you know, that at this point we've been watching the show enough to see the tells. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you watch the video in slow motion like I did. <laughs> All right, I'm not that thorough, but you know, it's yeah. like a Taylor Swift video. You're looking for the Easter eggs. There's one. Exactly. There's one. Hey, I have one more thing I wanted to get to today. Can mm-hmm. can I can I tell you a quick story? Yeah. So a, a, a friend of mine and and Mrs. Some guys, uh, our neighbor is an author, and um, she just came out with her first adult uh, book. Not not like a not like a Fifty Shades of Grey, you know, filth written book, but a legit book for adults like you and I to read, mm-hmm. uh, similar to, uh, your books. I hate green beans and, uh, it's a love story. Mm-hmm. Thanks um, for that. Yep. Yeah, I got to pimp them out. But anyway, <laughs> um, it, it's, it's a, it's a fiction book. She's, she's a, a lawyer. Her name is Chandler Baker. And, uh, the book is called whisper network. Okay. And, uh, apparently there's some New York times buzz on this. And, uh, according to, um, According to Mrs. Some Guy, Reese Witherspoon has recently put this on her favorites list and has licensed the uh, the story. So, Whoa. yeah, it's kind of crazy. She uh, she took uh, my friend Chandler took uh, so, several months off of her job to uh, finish the book, and she's doing really well. So we're very proud of her. Mrs. Some Guy went to her book signing and thing last night, and uh, I told her that I would um, mention her book because nice. the demo I think that she writes for is exactly the demographic that listens to your show and reads your book as well. So. Right. Congratulations! Are there any, um, windmills in there. Uh, I haven't read, <laughs> read it yet, um, <laughs> but uh, she did say that she is a loyal Bachelorette fan and okay. that she she uh, is a listener to the podcast. And Perfect. so I told her that I would mention it today. But uh, Chandler Baker is her name again. The book is Whisper Network, and uh, congratulations to her. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention today is Happy Fourth of July, Lindsay. It's Happy Fourth. Now. Uh, for those people who live on the the East Coast or the West Coast or in very populous areas, um, do you have a great um, f- blowing things up in the country story that you can share? Because uh, yes. I've got a million of those. Oh, um, sure. Yeah, uh, my, my story is that there used to be you could you could buy uh, across the county line. They sold these things called M80s, and four of them allegedly equaled a stick of dynamite. Wow! Uh, um, but what we used to do okay. is. Uh, we would duct tape four of them together, uh, and then we would put them inside a metal mailbox, and then we would duct tape oh. the mailbox shut, oh. and we would repeat that until the mailbox uh, exploded. <laughs> okay. How many times yeah. did that take? Uh, usually two or three. I guess the metal, <laughs> metal became fatigued and uh, eventually blew up, and then we would sit there and laugh. The metal became fatigued and blew up. Uh, Just we also like Tyler's pants. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is, full circle. Congratulations. <laughs> 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 y'all so much for listening if you want to read the full recap of the bachelorette you can find it on ihategreenbeans.com fyi one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on itunes it would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts and thank you so much for doing that make sure to follow me on the socials you can find me at Lindsay on twitter 
and Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my books, Why I Hate Cream Beans and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold, including Amazon. Until we're together again, love you, mean it, America forever. We're traveling light today In the eye of the storm In the eye of the storm Home To a new and a shiny place Make our bed and we'll say our grace